0: hi everyone welcome back to another episode of Argy with the wall i'm back to talk to you guys about something i'm extremely excited about i have wanted to talk about this for a while and i have many points for you guys i have many notes that i want to talk about so i think i'm just gonna jump right into it honestly i'm not gonna waste your time i'm not gonna waste my time i just want to dive right into today's topic Today, I want to talk about how to not give a fuck slash the art of not giving a fuck. Now, the art of not, the subtle art of not giving a fuck is a book by Mark Manson, a book I've never read, but I just really enjoyed that title, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck, because it is quite an art. But today, I want to talk to you about, like, the steps you can take to learning to not give a fuck, because it took me... It took me a while to learn this, and once I did, life became just glorious. Let me tell you, it took a while. It took a lot of time and learning, and I want to share my knowledge and my wisdom with you guys about how to not give a fuck about what people think. And I want to have a disclaimer before I get started fully that this isn't me saying to not give a fuck, period. Like, you still need to give a fuck if you're in school about your grades, about work, about people you care about. You need to give a fuck about yourself. So there are still things that you need to care about. I'm talking mainly, you know, not giving a fuck about what people think of you for the most part. ...is what I will be focusing on today in the sense of not giving a fuck. I want to start off by giving you a little analogy. My mother actually told me about this. So, shout out to my mom. Say you have a bucket. You have a bucket of fucks. And you're only given so many fucks in your bucket, in your fuck bucket. And you hand out your fucks to, you know, yourself. You give a fuck about yourself. You give a fuck about your family. You give a fuck about your grades, your job. Okay, you see where you see where we're starting to run out of fucks to give. You have to be able to manage the amount of fucks that you're going to give. You're only giving so many until the point when you just can't take it anymore. Where you're just getting ran over. You're giving a fuck about this. You're giving a fuck th- about that. And you're you're going to get fed up with it you're going to get you're going to have way too much worrying, way too much anxiety, giving a fuck about, I don't know, maybe five things. Five crucial and important things. 1, yourself, 2, your friends, 3, your family, 4, school, and 5, work. I feel like that's that's a solid rule of thumb. So if you're going to be out and about living your life, and you're giving a fuck about everything. You're giving a fuck about, you know, what you look like at the gym, what, you know, if your outfit doesn't look that great, if maybe your boob's looking a little saggy today, maybe your hair's a bit greasy and you think people are judging you, or, you know, you're texting this guy you really like. And you're like, you know what? I don't know if I should send this. What is, what happens? What if he doesn't answer me? What if he ghosts me? Uh, like all of these what ifs. The what ifs equal too many fucks are being given. If you're saying what if, what if, what if, what, if, what about this? What about that? That is you handing out. That is you emptying your fuck bucket, and you need to stop, because babe, you're you're getting real close to the end of the bucket. What happens whenever you get to the end of the bucket? probably really bad things. I can't remember because uh, whenever I gave too many fucks, it was many moons ago. Uh, I just imagine I would probably have a severe anxiety attack because I'm just worrying about too many things. That's what I would suppose would, would happen. I have some tips on what you should and shouldn't do when learning to not give a fuck. God, I love this topic. This is so much fun for me. Um, One of the first things that I was told where I had this realization of like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't care about what anyone thinks. And you want to know what? Not to, Not to plug her, but Taylor Swift actually, it was her who said this. And because everyone's going to say something about her, everyone's going to say something about anyone. So she was in an interview and she was saying... People are going to have something to say about you, regardless of what you do, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Say, for example, you fucking cure cancer. People are still going to be, they're still going to say something. They're going to be like, oh, well, uh, she, uh, she did, she asked, she didn't work hard enough for this. She must've gotten, you know, she want, she did this for attention. She did this for the money. She did this for that, whoever, whatever. Or if you do something bad, bad as in in terms of what other people define as bad, they're still going to say something about that. You're not the opinion of other people, especially people who don't know you, especially on a deep, deep, deep deep level, okay? Once you realize that no matter, genuinely, no matter what you do, no matter your actions, good or bad, people are going to say something about it. So once you learn that regardless of what you do, people are going to talk shit, it doesn't matter what you do at that point, within reason, obviously. Don't go lighting places on fire, but once you learn that, I I genuinely, that was like step one for me. It, something about hearing that, just like something in my head clicked and I was like, holy shit, why haven't I thought about this? sooner. Like, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that confidence plays a huge role in it. I used to not be confident, like I was saying earlier. Um, I used to give way too many fucks. And this was mainly in in my growing era. So, kind of like fourth grade until honestly probably like junior year of high school so for a majority of my life i was given my fuck bucket i was running out of fucks i prob i ha- i did run out i i did run out of fucks and that caused me an extreme amount of anxiety but that's a whole different story we don't need to unpack that i definitely think that step 1 honestly is building that confidence if you aren't secure with yourself and you're not you know okay with what you look like, who your true per- like what your true personality is like if you're not okay with who you are at your core, not giving a fuck is going to be near impossible because in terms of caring what people think, if you go out and about and you're wearing your outfit. And you're not confident in it and you're just worrying the entire time about what people think, you're going to be miserable. Like, that is not that is not a way to live. You should not be living your life worrying about what people think about you just because you're not secure enough with yourself. And I understand it's so much easier said than done. It took me so long to be confident and to be this confident that I that like, how confident I am today. And so I understand it is so much easier said than done. But once you're on the path to confidence, which, by the way, fake it till you make it, it is a true fucking thing. It really is. I I faked it till I made it and I made it. So here I am. It really does work. So once you're on the path to confidence, then that's whenever you kind of realize, okay, I might not be fully confident in myself, but then you have to understand that people are going to say anything they want, regardless of what you do or what you wear. I also think a uh, huge thing is that no one gives a fuck. And I know that's a little ironic to say, because it's like I'm telling you guys to not give a fuck, because so many people do give a fuck. But uh, hear me out. I'm going to give you a scenario that uh, feels very relevant. I don't know why. Uh, probably Okay. Anyway, whatever. Say you're walking on the street. You're on the sidewalk and you, it, it's kind of a busy road and you feel like every single car that drives past you is looking at you and judging you. I feel like that sometimes, but then I take a step back and I'm like, okay, whenever I'm driving in a car, and I see someone walking on the side of the road. If it's like like this is like near my campus. So it's not like I'm it's like a random fucking highway. If it's a random highway, I would be concerned. That's whenever you can judge a little bit cuz like it's are they okay? But this is just like around campus. And you're you're a little worried that you know, what do I look like right now? Am I hunched over right? Am I? Do I have a hunchback? I got a sweat stash. There's sweat running down my back. What do I look like right now? Now, imagine you're in a car and you see one of many students walking on this road. You're going to look at them, maybe think about, maybe think something like, oh, there, there's a student. And then you're just going to keep driving you're you're not going to think about that student probably for the rest of your day unless you found them really really attractive then yeah you probably are going to dream about them tonight so my point is is that you have to put yourself in that scenario like reverse the rules and you'll realize that they it's not that deep that is a huge part of not giving a fuck you have to understand it's not that deep it's really not so let me give you an example of it's really not that deep i'll use the example of when you're going to choose to wear something i know i used to be this way in the sense of like re-wearing Outfits, especially in middle school and high school, because it's such a close knit group of people. Meanwhile, in college, you could probably wear the same thing every single day, and maybe a couple people would notice. Maybe. But here's the thing again, people only care about what other people think, they're not caring about you. So when you choose to wear something in this scenario that I'm giving, People are worried about what they look like. They're worried about, you know, if anyone is realizing that they re-wore the same leggings that they wore yesterday. They're not looking at you and saying, oh, she wore that on Wednesday. No one's thinking that. And if they are, and and it really bothers them that much, then they're probably just weird. It's called fan behavior. That's one of my favorite, uh, uh, like... Conception, conceptions can can uh topics I don't I don't know I, I I don't know I'm blanking here but fan behavior is a real thing when people are just talking and talking and talking about you and all and especially if it like whenever it's it's like they're hating on you it's quite entertaining I honestly sometimes love whenever people hate me because it means that I'm getting under someone's skin, and I'm unbothered completely. Why? Because I don't give a fuck. It's a beautiful thing, honestly. People are putting so much negative energy into talking about you and what you did, who you did, what you didn't do, who you didn't do, and so it's like, okay, why? I don't know why you're wasting so much time on me. Probably because you're a fan. Fan behavior. It's really amusing, honestly. So whenever someone hates me and I don't Unless it's, like, one of my friends and my friend starts hating me. Yeah, I'm going to be a little upset because they're my friend. But I'm talking just, like, a, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend who I, I'm like, was just mutual friends with and I didn't really deeply care about them. Whenever they hate me, it's honestly, it, it makes me feel better. Because it's, like, I don't care about you. I'm not wasting my time on you. there's there's no point in putting any form of energy. I have other shit to worry about. Guys, that's what I'm trying to say. You have other shit you need to worry about. Don't worry about, like, like you have other important things to worry about. Like I said in the beginning, you need to worry about yourself. Make sure you're feeding yourself. Make sure you're feeding yourself good food and listening to your body and moving and grooving it and hanging out with people you care about and love and checking in on them and, you know, staying on task with your... Your schoolwork and just your work schedule. So there's no reason to give a fuck about, like, if y- you look weird doing your workout. Because at the end of the day, you're in the gym and you're doing donkey kicks and you feel like you look a little weird? Probably, but no one's looking at you because the other person is just looking around to see if anyone's looking at them because they're worried about what they look like so at the end of the day we all just care about ourselves and we're all just a little selfish and and that's that's just how it is so it's like if we're all worried about ourselves we're not worried about anyone else (laughs) it's like just worry about yourself and don't judge people I think realizing your self-worth and what you deserve is genuinely a crucial part into learning to not give a fuck. When you realize your self-worth and you realize what you deserve and what you don't deserve, not giving a fuck becomes a lot easier. And this goes hand in hand with confidence as well. Once you become confident in your personality and your heart and your physical being and internally and emotionally and whatever you you connect with yourself in a deeper level and you learn your self-worth and you realize hey i actually don't need to be giving a fuck about a guy who is not putting any energy into me why are we still putting energy into men who are not putting any energy back into us why are we doing that because we like to chase no we're done chasing guys we're done chasing there is plenty of men that will chase you you just got to find them you just have to find them and i know it's hard because you see and trust me i'm not going to i want everyone to know that i am still sometimes guilty of this but then i got to keep myself in check i also think it's really important to have friends that keep you in check like if i'm if i'm chasing a guy and I'm putting way too much effort into it, and he's not reciprocating it. My friends are like, Lil, he's, you gotta stop. You're chasing. You're putting way too much energy into it. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. If I'm crying over a guy that doesn't deserve my tears or energy, I won't. I, my friends keep me in check, and I think that's a beautiful thing. Keeping your friends in check. Whenever you're putting too much energy and giving a fuck about someone who doesn't give a fuck about you, why would you give a fuck about someone who doesn't give a fuck about you? Doesn't make any sense. Truly. So, whenever you realize what you deserve, which is everything good in life, if you're a good person, if you're a shitty person, then I wish you only the worst. You learn to (laughs) take less shit from people. So, I'll keep going with the example of, you know, men because something about whenever I talk, I somehow always get on the topic of just bashing men. Um, Truth be told, I, I do like men. I hate admitting it, but I do. Say you're talking to a guy or, you know, we're we're just going to use the example of a man. So you're talking to a man and the vibes aren't, they're not matching. The vibes aren't matching, but you really like this guy. Now I'm going to stop you right there. No, you like the idea of him, babe. Anyways. You really like him, he's really, really attractive, but he's not there, he's not giving as much effort as you, and this could honestly even be a a boyfriend situation, your boyfriend's not, like, putting in that effort, and he's not really giving a fuck, once you realize what you deserve and your self-worth, that's whenever you take a step back and it's like, I don't deserve this, I don't deserve this minimal to no effort, There, I don't have time for this. I deserve someone who's going to give me X, Y, and Z. Like, once you have a list of things that you deserve and that are your standards, not giving people the time of day who don't deserve it becomes so much easier. Because it's like, why would I give anyone energy? Going back to the analogy, why would I give anyone a fuck out of my fuck bucket whenever... They're not giving me a fuck out of their fuck bucket. The fucks have to be mutual. If you want one of my fucks from a fuck bucket that I own, you have to give me one of your fucks from your fuck bucket. It's a mutual agreement, okay? Buy and sell, trading like the good old days. You give a fuck, I give a fuck. We're on good terms. It's the minute that the other person takes that fuck back, gone. See ya. I'm out of there. Once you take away your fuck, and you don't give a fuck about me anymore, I'm gonna take my fuck back. And I'm gonna put it back into my fuck bucket. And I'm gonna save that for someone who's going to continue to give me their fuck from their fuck bucket. Because guys, honestly, I'm gonna say, just to keep it simple, you're given 10 fucks in life. Five of them are already gone from the, what I said earlier, yourself, your friends, your family, your school, and your work. You have five left. And, you know, I don't know off the top of my head what you're going to use those for, but use them wisely. You only got 10 of them. So if you're giving a fuck every day about what you look like, or you're giving a fuck about what people are saying about you behind your back, or what people are saying about what you said 15 weeks ago, you're, you're, you're almost done. You're not gonna have any more fucks to give. I honestly don't think, I think you should just be given five fucks. There's nothing else to give a fuck about. I don't, I don't know, like, maybe the planet, but (laughs) that's too big, too big. We're gonna reel it in. I'm talking personal lives. Obviously, you should give a fuck about the planet and other humans. You don't owe anyone anything. Obviously, you owe your friends and your family respect and kindness. You owe, you know, your professors and your teachers respect. It's as soon as the person uh, in the scenario doesn't reciprocate that respect and kindness and energy, a.k.a. a fuck, once someone doesn't give a fuck about you and they stop caring about you and treating you with respect, you no longer owe them anything. If someone does you wrong, you don't owe them anything. If someone talks shit about you, but, you know, you want to take the high road, you don't owe them that. Now, if you want to take the high road and you, you know, if you see them in public and they look at you and smile and you want to smile back, I guess do it. But depending on the situation, if they really fucked up and they did you dirty, then you don't owe them that smile back. You don't owe them any form of respect if they have disrespected you. Here's the thing though. Forgiveness is a very wishy washy subject, especially with me. Because I love a grudge. Um hot take, I do love a grudge. I don't know why. I think it has to do with how stubborn I am. Uh and I and I can't help it. It is something I continue to work on. But in the sense of a guy fucking you over and um this was just a guy you were talking to maybe hooked up with a couple of times and he fucked up for whatever reason that you are thinking of right now and he apologizes depending on the situation and how close you really were and if you really trust him which you probably shouldn't if you've only been talking for a little while and you've hooked up a couple of times. He's only saying sorry so he can get back in your pants. Just saying, FYI. So, really, you don't have to say, oh, it's okay. No, you don't owe him that. He fucked up. He fucked you over. Nine times out of ten, he's probably just saying he's sorry so he can hook up with you again. Learn this the hard way, okay? It's very demeaning, whenever people do this, uh, in any scenario where they just say sorry so they can keep using you in any form with the notion of, you know, not owing anyone anything, especially a man in this scenario. Say, okay, this is, this is my favorite thing, okay? Say you were dating a guy and he cheated on you, okay? And you are are a very good person. You are kind, you are respectful, and you were nothing but respectful and kind and giving in your relationship. But he fucks you over, okay? He took away that fuck that he gave you for that relationship. He took that fuck away and gave it physically to someone else. He fucked someone else, okay? In that moment, for me, personally, guys, in that moment, like I said before, he took that fuck away and gave it to someone else. I'm going to take my fuck back away because I don't have time for people who take their fucks away from me. Even if it's for one night. I don't have that kind of time. And yeah, it might be harsh. Oh, Lily, it was just a mistake. Mm, you're giving a fuck too much. I don't trust cheaters. I don't. Um, I, I, and that's just a personal thing. You guys can do whatever you want. Um, I just will advise you, because I care about you all, to not trust a person who cheats on you. That's just just my take on that one. I know it's corny, but life is genuinely too short to care so much about what people think and give way too much energy into people who are not giving any... Energy back into you, and if they if, if the only energy they're giving back to you is a, a physical connection, I mean, I'm just gonna say do what you want, but if it's gonna end up hurting you, there's no point in continuing it. And I know my best friends who are listening to this are probably like Lily, you sound really hypocritical right now. Yeah, I know, and I do struggle to take my own advice sometimes. But I'm telling you guys this in hopes that you'll take my advice and you'll listen to me so it it is you know life is way too short to give energy into people who are wasting your time in and, and this isn't any situation this is this can be uh coworkers or your uh your your friends a guy um or, uh, mutual friends who are talking shit about you, it, uh, there's genuinely no reason you should be giving any fucks about anyone who is talking shit. Why, why do you care what other people are saying about you? Because it doesn't matter their opinion. Like I said before, you are not the opinion of other people, especially those who don't know you. You're not the opinion of people who are going to talk shit about you. You're not the opinion of people who didn't give you any fucks from their fuck bucket. There's no point. And <sighs> overthinking is just wasted energy. If we're overthinking about the what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs, what if he, he was thinking about, what if he thinks I'm this way? What if he thinks I'm that way? It, go, it all goes back to self-confidence and being secure with yourself overthinking is just another way to say anxiety and I understand I'm the fucking CEO of anxiety I get it that sometimes it's an uncontrollable factor in your life however there are certain things that are not worth your energy you could put your energy into so many other things like yourself or one any of the five fucks that you are born with to give Because you're given 10 and you should probably give a fuck about the 5 that I mentioned multiple times already. If the situation is fixable, then there's no need to worry. So if there's a solution to your problem, then why are we worrying about it? We're just going to weigh our options and fix it. If it's not fixable and there is no solution, then why are we worrying about it? Because at that point, it is what it is, and there's nothing you can do about it, and worrying about it, and talking shit about it, or or any of the factors. You know, there's just no point in putting any of that energy into it. If it can't be fixed, then why worry about it? Worrying isn't going to give a solution. So, yeah, you could... You can be upset for, like, a second whenever shit doesn't, you know, work out as planned. Okay, back to square one. Let's rethink it, reprogram, and build a new idea. And, like, just work around that bump in in whatever didn't work out or whatever didn't have a solution to it. There's no point in worrying about something that you have absolutely no control over. And I am someone who loves to be in control. I'm a control freak in the worst ways. In almost any situation, I am a control freak. In conversations, sometimes in relationships, in group projects. Um, that's why I fucking live alone because I want to control everything in this house. That's also why I probably don't want kids. Because I would probably just control them and live vicariously through them. But I'll save that one for my therapist. Once you become okay with not being in full control of things, such as what people are saying about you, you can't control that. You also can't control outside external situations. Like example A, your boyfriend cheating on you. You can't control that. That second one's kind of tough because it's like you could have a solution. However, there are more than one solution you could work it out or you could say bye. You don't need to worry about those two options. You just need to more so weigh your pros and cons. Again, it all goes back to knowing your self-worth and trusting yourself and being secure with yourself. If you know I this is going to make it really hard for me to continue and build a relationship with this person and I don't want to waste my time because I could be using this time To be single and to heal and to rebuild trust with myself and with other people, then there's your solution. However, if you feel like you feel so passionately about this person who cheated on you and you feel that there is still something left, then you need to take, you know, these precautions and slowly work your way back into that situation don't put all your eggs in one basket. You have to, you know, almost tiptoe back into the relationship because you don't want to get hurt again. Because I don't trust cheaters, but you might. And I tread tread carefully, ladies. So, not giving a fuck is a beautiful thing. It um, It allows you to care so much more deeply for those five fucks. Uh once I stopped giving a fuck about what people think about me or what um people are saying about me, I genuinely don't give a fuck about what people say about me it it's a, It's such a liberating feeling i I don't know what happened. I just remember like there was this one like week in my life where I was like, What's going on?' like I don't give a fuck. It's, it's just, you just have to, like, it's almost like manifesting it to yourself and saying, like, I don't give a fuck, like, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it with confidence and not giving a fuck, you might give a fuck, but just keep telling yourself you don't give a fuck, and then your mind will be like, okay, yeah, we don't get, we don't, we, we don't care, we don't give a fuck, it's, it's such a great thing, and it becomes, you just, you learn to have so much more fun whenever you stop giving a fuck, because you learn like i can just do whatever i want and and that's okay now this isn't me saying you know go go fuck your um your best friend's boyfriend please don't do that that that's not you you should again you should care about your friends so let's let's keep that fuck in your fuck bucket and and not give a fuck about your uh your best friend's boyfriend, don't don't fuck him. That I feel like I didn't need to say that, but I did want to clarify it because it came out as in I, that it needed to be clarified. I have just learned to do whatever I want because of all the reasons I literally just provided. Because no matter what you do, people are going to say about it, and if you if you want to be a homie hopper, do it. Do it if. You want to wear the same outfit every single day, do it. If you want to wear a hideous outfit and go out to the bars, do it. If you want to look like a bum and go to the bars but you're comfortable and you're confident in yourself and you don't feel like you need to have ass out, titties out to go to the bar, that's also fine. However, if you, you know, do want to have ass and titties out because you don't care what people say if you have your ass and titties out, More power to you. When I see women walking around with clear confidence, I think that that, I'm like, yes, you go. Like, strippers, I respect the fuck out of them. Because they are just like, I'm here, and I am, I'm I'm making a shit ton of money, and I, like, there's just such a whole... (sighs) sad sad thing uh with misconceptions about strippers and people and sex workers in general and them not being respected the way they should be but that's just going along with you know people who are confident in themselves and secure enough in themselves that they don't give a fuck they don't give a fuck about what people think about them they're probably just giving a fuck they're probably just giving a couple fucks they didn't empty their fuck bucket because if they did they probably wouldn't be a stripper because they'd be caring too much about what people think. And I understand. I, I know saying this is so much easier said than done. I get it. I really do. Um, and I know it takes a lot of time, but I'm just hoping that maybe you hearing this is a sign for you to be like, okay, you know, I just want at least one person to take something from this because it really is something I'm just, I feel so strongly about. Because I know what it was like to care way too much about what people were saying about me and what people were or weren't saying about me, what guys, if guys were or weren't paying attention to me. Once you build this confidence, you, it it becomes visible. Like I was saying, it, it becomes visible and it becomes attractive. Men love an attractive woman until they become too confident or what did I just say? Women, men like, I think, attract- I think I said attractive women. I meant to say men like confident women until they become too confident and then they get, they feel overpowered. But that's more on them. That- that's on them. Whenever a guy says, you know, you're-, you're a little too cocky. They're just feeling inferior because you know your self-worth. Men don't, most immature men, I want to say. So this doesn't go for, like, the men who are, you know... Men from the ages of, like, 26 and above, this doesn't apply to you. But below that, those guys are going to feel inferior next to a woman who knows her self-worth and her comp- and is confident in herself. So it's just point-blank, period. Because once a man at an at immature age and stage in his life meets a woman who doesn't give a fuck he's like at first it might be attractive because it's like oh she's so easygoing and I don't need to give I don't need to give her my fuck from my fuck bucket then once she realizes you know oh you're not gonna give me a fuck from your fuck bucket and treat me with respect and care about me oh no okay bye and I'm like what the fuck what happened where, where, where did you go? And then they get a little hurt and they're like, oh, you weren't, you weren't even hot anyways. I wasn't going to fuck you anyways. I, that honestly, when men get rejected and they completely just resort to, to, oh, you weren't, you, you were, you were hot. You weren't, you weren't hot. I didn't even think you were that hot. You just had nice tits. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Cause it's like, okay, show your true colors real quick thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for making that 10 times easier for me. I just, I, if I could give everyone this feeling I have of not giving a fuck about what people think about me or say about me, I would. I wish I could bottle it up and give it to all of you because it is quite literally the best feeling ever. Like, I I know I keep, you know, mentioning what people think about you or if this is like um a, a guy scenario, but this could go a lot deeper too, you know, prioritizing your happiness is you giving a fuck from your fuck bucket to yourself. And then in turn, you prioritizing your happiness can cancel out a lot of the fucks that you were giving out of your fuck, bu- your fuck bucket. How many times am I going to be saying fuck in this? I, honestly, I should count whenever I'm editing this. Um... God, they're at least a hundred at this point. Um, it it can it can be deeper than just those scenarios. For example, say I'm trying to make this like a universal how to not give a fuck for everyone. For those who you know don't necessarily worry about what uh, strangers think about them, and they care more about what their friends think and what their families think um about them. So. I'll give you an example. If you're really worried about what your friends are going to think about you and what you're wearing or who you're talking to or, you know, your actions or whatever, you have to take a step back and think, have they ever given me a reason to be worried about this? Have they ever judged me and I have had proof of them judging me? in the past. You have to take a step back and you have to reevaluate all of those. And once you do, you have your answer. It's either yes or it's no. If it's yes, find new friends. Seriously, I have really, really great friends and I it used to not be that way. I would rather be completely alone than have shitty friends. Because once you have shitty friends, you're probably going to be more miserable than you are whenever you're alone. Which, uh, plug, I have an episode on being single and I speak deeply about the word alone. So if you want to check that out, you totally can. Anyways, um, oh, I need to stop going off track because I I lose my fucking train of thought. You have, you know, your yes or your no. If you have your yes, like I said, find new friends. If it's a no, then there's your solution. Like I was saying earlier, there's your solution and you need not to worry because they, there's no proof that they're judging you. Now, if it's really bothering you, just ask them. Like if you have actual good friends, your friends would be comfortable enough to be like, no, like you should feel comfortable enough with your friends to be like, hey, this is what I'm worrying about, and I, you know, these are my worries, this is what I did, this is what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. If you have good friends, they're gonna be like, "Mm, no, like, I I think that's just your anxiety, like, you're just overthinking it, like, I would never judge you for this. You need to have friends that aren't gonna judge you, regardless, uh, to a certain extent, I guess, but at the end of the day, My best friends don't judge me. My best friends are literally always there to defend me and be on my side. And those are the people that you need to have right by your side for the rest of your life. Because it's such a rarity nowadays. Now, in the sense of worrying about what your family thinks, this one's a tough one. Oops. This one's a tough one because friends and family are a part of your five dominant fucks that you give out of your fuck bucket. You know, giving a fuck about what your family thinks is important, I think. It also all depends on the relationship you have with your family. If you're close with your family, then this will apply. If you don't, then this won't apply to you. Uh, And But for me personally, I live in a way in which I think, what would my mother think of me? Like, what would she think if I did this? Um, and that keeps me in check, but my mom's also really cool, so if I'm, like, shaking my ass with a box on my head uh, on a stage at a bar on campus somewhere, like, downtown, she'll probably think it's funny. However, if I'm not respecting myself or respecting others, that's whenever, you know, my mom would be disappointed in me, and I care about what my mom thinks about me, and the sheer thought of my mom being disappointed in me makes me want to dig myself a hole and bury myself alive. I think it's different uh, with parents and then, like, you know, other relatives. So, for example, um, say... Say you have some, some cousins or something who you're not really close with and they don't give a fuck about you. Again, all goes back to the fuck bucket. They never really gave you a a bucket or a fuck from their bucket so again you don't owe them one of your fucks because giving each other fucks is a mutual agreement so if they didn't give you a fuck you don't have to give them a fuck so many moons from now hopefully whenever i get married i if there's family members that have never really shown me that they give a fuck about me. Then I'm not gonna invite them. Because I I don't want to waste that just because they, you know, somehow coined the word family member. Just through blood or through relation. No, I want people who, at my wedding who care about me and who have given a fuck from their fuck bucket to me. Everyone at my wedding will be people who have given me a fuck out of their fuck bucket and vice versa i will have given a fuck to everyone at my wedding it's it's tough This that like family it is tough but not giving a fuck in the terms of in like the sense of family really just goes more for the family members who didn't don't give you any fucks from their bucket from their fuck bucket Now, in terms of worrying about what they think, if they aren't worried about what you think whenever they do shit, then there's no reason for you to worry about what they think. If they're doing whatever the fuck they want, if they're not treating you with respect or they've lost your trust or respect or they did some shit and they never you know, apologized for it, you have every right to not give a fuck about them. I... Family is extremely important to me. However, as soon as some shit goes down and you're not giving a fuck about me and you're making it real apparent and you're not going to apologize for it or own up to it of any sort, um... I... I, I might... I'm going to... I, I just don't have energy for people who aren't giving a fuck about me. That's honestly the main point. Don't give energy into people who aren't giving energy back. Don't give a fuck about people who clearly aren't giving a fuck about you. It's a it's potato potato, okay? It's a tit for tat and that's that's just that's all it is. I think I think that I think that got all my points across. Yeah, so I feel like after this uh episode I really want to read uh, Mark Manson's book now, The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Just to see his take because his take is more like uh, self-help philosophical, and I guess I guess that was also sort of my approach. But he, I don't know, because he's not like a comedian- I'm not saying I'm a comedian. I didn't even finish that sentence, and I'm I, <laughs> I needed to cut myself off. I'm not saying I'm a comedian, but he isn't. I don't think he's a comedian. I think he's just a, a a uh, self-help writer. So, um, i I don't know. I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but all I know is that I just hope at least one person took something from this and maybe it'll resonate with you and maybe you'll think about it the next time you're giving a fuck about someone who has not given you the light of day. Because, guys, ladies, besties, it is almost kind of almost 2023 we need to stop giving a fuck about people who aren't giving a fuck about us because as we get older we're gonna have to start giving out more fucks from our fuck bucket for kids and and uh spouses and then the spouses is family and then maybe if you get your own pet and children and shit you're gonna run out of fucks so don't give a fuck about people who aren't giving you any fucks from their fuck bucket It's as simple as that. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. That's you giving a fuck. Um, (laughs) that's, uh, that's it for today's episode. I, uh, I really do wonder if there's some kind of program where I could put this audio in and see how many times I say the word fuck. But I, that's what I think that's my favorite, um, swear word, to be honest, because it can be used so many different ways like fuckery, fucks, uh, fucked um, fucker, um, uh, fucking, it has so many, uh, meanings that it's just, it's really a great word. Also, bastard is a really great swear word. Just wanted to throw that in there since I'm just unleashing hellfire upon this word. I'm, I'm gonna need to take a break from it to be honest. My mouth is like, god damn, are you done saying that word yet? But yeah, Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed this one and got something out of it. It is, uh, it's something I, I, again, I wish I could bottle this feeling up and give it to you all. It's such a liberating thing to feel. So, yeah. Thanks again for listening. If you want, you can follow the podcast uh, on Instagram at argue with the Wall, but the with is a W. You can follow this podcast on wherever you're streaming it. You can rate it. Also, if you want, you could share this podcast. You can share it to your social media. You can share it with your friends. You could share it with someone who, you know, gives way too many fucks. Share it with someone who is, you know, overthinks everything and cares way too much about what people think. Let them have a listen and uh, hopefully I can help them out and maybe uh, they can come to their senses, even though I know this process takes way more than just however long this episode is. So, uh, yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.